Tom and Joanne, both 60 years of age, were celebrating their 35th wedding anniversary. And suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared to them. The angel congratulated them and said, Tom and Joanne, God is pleased with the two of you. You've had a wonderful marriage, You've raised a wonderful family, you have beautiful children. He's so pleased that he's given me permission to grant each of you one wish. Joanne said, oh, that's wonderful. Praise God. You know, I wish that Tom and I had tickets for a romantic cruise that would take us all the way around the world. The angel said, so be it. And handed Joanne two first-class cruise tickets. And what about you, Tom? Tom had to think about it for a couple of minutes. And he said, I know. I wish that my wife was 30 years younger than I am. The angel said, so be it. And Tom immediately became 90 years old. <laughs> you might call that a prayer of petition gone bad. There's an old saying, my brothers and sisters, and there's a lot of truth in it. Be careful what you ask for. But this does raise an interesting question. Why do we need to ask at all? We say that we believe in a God who knows everything. Well, if that's true, if Almighty God knows everything we need before we ask Him, as Jesus says He does in Matthew chapter 6, verse 8, then why do we have to ask Him at all? Why doesn't the Lord just give us everything we need instantaneously and simplify the whole process? Have you ever wondered those things? I think most believers have at some point in their lives. This morning I share with you four reasons why. Four reasons why God wants us to ask. Now please don't misunderstand me here. These are not the only reasons there are. I'm sure some of you could come up with others if you spent some quality time reflecting on the matter as I did in preparing for this homily. These are simply the ones that I would focus on if somebody came up to me on the street and said, Father Ray, why does God want me to pray prayers of petition if he already knows my needs? So number one, the first reason is this. Prayers of petition make us aware of our need for God. They make us aware of the fact that we are not self-sufficient, that we need God's grace in every situation of our lives. The temptation we face in this life, of course, is to think just the opposite. This is one reason, by the way, why most Catholics don't come to Mass every Sunday. They don't think they need it. And I'm convinced that this temptation to think that we don't need God would increase a hundredfold if God gave us everything we asked, everything we needed without our asking. The gifts would be from God, yes, that's true, but we probably wouldn't recognize that fact. So the bottom line is this, God doesn't need to be told what we need, but we need to know that we need Him. And asking helps us to have that knowledge. Asking helps us to have that awareness in our lives. That's reason number one. Reason number two why God wants us to ask. Asking helps us to grow in faith. Asking helps us to grow in our relationship with the Lord. In today's first reading, we heard a few moments ago, Abraham intercedes for the people of Sodom. He starts off by asking the Lord to spare the city if there are 50 innocent people living in it. 
God says he will. And when God does that, something happens to Abraham. His faith increases. So much so that then he says, well, what if there are 45 righteous people in the city? Would you be willing to spare it for the, their sakes? God says yes again. Abraham's faith grows even more, leading him eventually to the point of asking God to spare Sodom if there are only 10 good people left in the place. Well, unfortunately, we know there weren't. Remember, this is a city where we get the modern English word sodomy from. There was a lot of bad stuff going on there. But the point here is that Abraham's trust, Abraham's confidence in the Lord, grew much stronger through his verbal exchange with God. Through this experience of asking the Lord again and again and again. Those of you who are parents, when your children need something, I mean when they really need something, and they come to you, and they ask you to give it to them, and you do give it to them, your relationship with them grows stronger, does it not? Their trust in you, their confidence in you increases. My mom and dad are always there for me. I can count on them. I can trust in them. I love them even more deeply. The same thing is true of our relationship with the Lord. Which brings us to reason number three why God wants us to ask. Because God is a father, not a tyrant. A tyrant imposes things on other people. God does not impose things, even good things, on anybody. As a loving father, he simply offers them to us. He gives them to us if we want them and if we ask for them. That's why Jesus encourages us in today's gospel to ask, to seek, and to knock. And to do so persistently, perseveringly. Finally, God wants us to ask him for things in prayer because we are his co-workers. This is an idea that St. Paul and St. John the Apostle and Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI would all understand very well. In 1 Corinthians 3, St. Paul calls himself God's co-worker. And in his third letter, which is really very short, St. John talks about our being co-workers of the truth. That last expression, incidentally, happens to be the biblical phrase that Joseph Ratzinger, now Pope Emeritus Benedict, took as his Episcopal motto. When a man becomes a bishop, he takes an Episcopal motto, usually a phrase from Scripture. This was the one Benedict chose. We are called God's co-workers because we are to have an active role in fulfilling God's plan for the human race, His plan of salvation for the human race. You know, God could have made us all robots and put us in a mechanical universe and worked out everything by Himself. But He chose to create us as free human beings in a moral universe. A universe where we would have to freely and consciously choose the good and embrace it. So if we believe that prayers of petition bring good things, blessings into the lives of others and into our own lives, and we should believe that because it's true, then those prayers are part and parcel of this partnership we have with the Lord. When we pray, in other words, we are acting as God's co-workers in bringing his help and bringing his saving grace and bringing his salvation into the world. There you have it. Four reasons why God wants us to ask. To make us aware of our need for him, to increase our faith, 
because he's a father, not a tyrant, and because we are his co-workers in this world. Dear Lord, we pray today that these four reasons will be reason enough, reason enough for us to take prayer and its power seriously each and every day of our lives. Amen.